Welcome to this edition of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm Richard Risfet for the American Ag Network. Recently, I was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota at the Midwestern Agricultural Export Summit. There was a big lineup of speakers and they talked about all things export. I caught up with Ted McKinney, who is the CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, and he tells us a little bit about what they discussed. Well, even though most people would look at our members, and I had four of my members up on the panel, most people would think of NASD as, oh, we're state departments of ag. We do stuff in the states, and that's absolutely true. But what many people do not know is that our members for decades have taken care of the mid and small size businesses and helped them learn and be able to trade. So we talked about that. We talked about the explosive growth that we're seeing and our members traveling internationally, uh, not to negotiate, that's the role of USDA and USTR, and we respect that, but there's a lot that we can do as the co-regulators from the states, and many of our states would dwarf entire country GDPs. So we're finding our way into the offices and the boardrooms, and they want to hear what we have to say, and we're happy to share that. So that means we're doing about four outbound trips per year and two inbound with emerging markets like Asia-Pacific countries, Africa, uh, I still want to go in what I call the devil's den into Europe because I think uh, there needs to be some straightening out there, and we'll find our way there in short order. Now, the waters of the United States, or WOTUS, is a topic frequently talked about recently, and it's a difference between should the federal government control waters and what are waters in each state, or should the states have control of those designations? I asked Ted McKinney for his thoughts on WOTUS and what they'd like to see moving forward. Well, First, I got to say that our members are co-regulators. A lot of the waters across the United States are the responsibility of states. And we saw with WOTUS uh, two attempts, first by the Obama administration and now recently by the Biden administration to overreach. And to their great credit, the Supreme Court said unanimously, I might add, not split down any middle, unanimously said no, you can't do that. There are some responsibilities that you, the feds, have. We always said that. But you can't just overreach like you are. So where we are now is that the EPA is back to figuring out what that means. How do they need to step back to respect the court's wishes? The problem is they're not going to let us see it when they declare it final. We disagree with that strenuously. We're downright angry about it. If they've got nothing to hide, share us, share with us partners in the states what you're saying so that we're not playing sleight of hand like we feel like we've seen over the last few years. So that's WOTUS and that's what's going on there. And we'll just see probably in a few weeks what they say. Well, and uh, FDA, you guys are involved uh, with the FDA too. Uh, tell us the involvement there. Sure. About 12, 13 years ago, Congress passed the Food Safety Modernization Act directed largely at produce and feed. And basically, a good thing, they want to keep uh, pathogens out of those crops and that feed. Good thing. Well, as the things go, they become more and more and more complex. So the feds years ago, after a really, really bad incident on a farm inspection, decided, you know, we don't have the staff to canvas the world, let alone the U.S., just as the states regulate so many other things like seed, feed, fertilizer, pesticides, animals, 
let's let the states do that. And we have been a ready and willing partner. Now, it's been strenuous. It's two steps forward, one back, three forward, six back. And they would say the same about us. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to be fair about this, but I think we're finally on a pathway that said we are only going to do this if we can educate first and then regulate. We're not going to hang somebody up uh, string them up and tell you know embarrass them in front of the world when we haven't given them a chance to know how they're going to be regulated and on what uh, matters. So in that sense, we're working with FDA, and just today they announced the new deputy commissioner for food and ag, I guess you could say, Jim Jones, former EPA official. We know Jim well, so we're going to see how it goes. But they for sure needed a lot of help. They recognized that through a report that they had commissioned from a third-party source. And so as their primary partner, we're going to be there ready, willing, and able to, A, save food, save produce, but do so in a manner that we think is educating, then regulating. And then there's the Farm Bill, which we will not be getting done on time. However, hopefully it will be getting done sooner rather than later. And I asked him what he would like to see in the next Farm Bill. Well, we're a little bit different. Even though our directors, secretaries, and commissioners of ag love the major commodity groups, corn, beans, wheat, poultry, pork, beef, all that, We do not step up and take the lead on that. We let the commodity groups be the lead, but we're right there behind them. We are going to be fully supportive, and we are. So what that means is we focus on different things. We're focusing big time on trade. We think it is way past time to double the market access program funds that soy, that NASDA, that corn, that beef, pork, poultry, all wines, spirits, everybody uses to market their product. French wines get 5x, five times the money that our entire wine and spirits industry gets. We're way behind. We'd like to see that happen. We are focusing big time on research. If you canvassed the research labs in universities and departments of ag around the nation, some of them are woefully behind. We think it's time to lift up research, not in a huge way, but in a modest way, Uh, because it's always 10th out of nine. It's sixth out of five, and it never gets that. And we're now dropping to sixth or seventh in our research. Money is going to ag and food research. So we think there's that. And there's a host of other things, but we also want to respect what's important to the farmer. Even though we're not primacy there, we don't want to cut insurance. My goodness, that's important. The reference prices are very important. We're not going to get in the way of that. All those kinds of things, we're right there and sensitive too. Timing, I think it's either going to be Q1 next year or it's going to be after the election next year. And I hope it's Q1. We've got to get a farm bill. Many people think you just extend it and everything stays the same. No, 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 no. All kinds of constraints are put on USDA, where I worked for three and a half years. We don't want to extend it. Uh, If we can help it, let's get it done. Let's make it Q1 or before. Once again, that was Ted McKinney, CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, or NASDA, who led a panel summit at the Midwest Agricultural Export Summit in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And there was also a lot of other speakers as well. We may hear from those in some upcoming episodes. But for today and for this episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network, I'm Richard Ristvet.